I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. Today we're going to discuss the hot, explosive uh, topic regarding the Chinese banks and what's going on over there. Um, there. There's a collapse taking place in the Chinese economy and with the Chinese real estate. Uh, people are walking away from mortgages. Um, it's really uh, a big problem. But this is just part of the global deal. So before I get into the details of that, which is very explosive, this is going to lead in, if it's not handled correctly, it, this is going to lead into, um, the. I would say, uh, mainly the collapse of a global economy. Uh, that's probably what they want uh, from the power elite side anyway, is the collapse of the global economy in such a way that they can usher in the Great Reset as an alternative. They tried to use war. They tried to use a, a fake pandemic to um, get this to happen. It didn't. Um, I think this could be a real reason why we're seeing explosive interest rates. I know some people, uh, it gets complicated when you start talking about the Federal Reserve and uh, interest rate policy. But there's something very interesting that came out discussing the Fed's play here. Uh, it, it seems to be very different than they normally text. So I want to caveat first with this, and then we'll go into uh, the Chinese situation because this is going to have an impact on us. Uh, this is going to impact the world. It's going to impact us. It's going to impact the supply chain, everything. I just know that these interest rates uh, rising like this, they're not real. Now, the mandate of the Federal Reserve is to, you know, keep inflation in check. I, I understand that the, our government doesn't do anything they're supposed to these days. The Constitution seems to be right out the window. The rule of law seems to be two tier justice. Uh, we're in deep trouble as a culture. But beyond that, I still have a lot of hope that uh, this thing gets turned around. Um, it's not going to be naturally. I think there's going to have to be some very aggressive tactics. I think a lot of people need to be arrested uh, I think a lot has to go down. Uh, this country needs to get back to the rule of law. Uh, we need to get back to respecting uh, authority as far as, you know, judges and, and laws. And we can't have this two-tier system. We can't be harassing judges. That is completely against the law. It seems like the left can break the law at will. And uh, that is a very, very dangerous situation when one side of a political aisle can break the law at will, and then the other side just sneezes and they go to jail. That's a problem. You're, what you're doing is you're fomenting civil war. And it seems like this nation has been trying to foment civil war for decades. They've been trying to drive black against white and other cultures against culture. They've been doing it from day one. You know, they, they are just, for whatever reason, they, they want our nation destroyed. And the way to do that is tear us apart from the inside. Um, this goes back to ancient writings to discuss how you can destroy empires. And that's one of them. But listen to this on the Federal Reserve tactic, because, you know, all we know is we are in serious, serious debt as a nation. And we have at least 100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Every quarter point they raise interest rates causes us to pay another 75, roughly 75 billion more a year in interest payments. 
somehow we've lost complete control over a budget, complete control over monetary policy. Um, I don't know, even know how to put it anymore. Uh, we are just blatantly blowing out the door. We are blowing it off the blown off the top. Basically, we're printing money at will. They're sending money in the tune of tens of billions to Ukraine. Why? How do you get it? Where'd the money come from? Um, we're, we're printing bonds that nobody's buying and we're making our inner government agencies buy it. So we're, we're giving a budget to the government agencies and then the agencies turn around and buy our government debt. And we're just in trouble financially. It, it makes no sense. We have no budget. We're, we're making X amount on taxation. And then we're turning around and doing far more in expenditures. And their expenditures, by the way, that are welfare-driven expenditures, not producing. So the you know 1.9 trillion that Biden did, and they they want to do another trillion reconciliation. They just they just throw this number around like it's not a big deal. One trillion dollars is 999 billion. One billion is a lot of money. It's 999 million. We don't have that kind of money. Everyone you see up in in D.C. that talks about inflation or how they're trying to um, talk away this inflation, they flat out don't know what they're talking about. It's astounding. Either they're completely ignorant and stupid, which is really possible, or they're just liars because the inflation is caused by the printing of currency. And the printing of $1.9 trillion in the last stimulus was a mind blower. It's not like we're doing something productive with it. It's not like we're taking a trillion dollars and putting it into infrastructure, which we need. We need our, our electric grid to be repaired. We need bridges to be repaired. We need infrastructure. They're not doing it at that level. Most of the money that they're printing right now are going to welfare programs, money laundering to cronies. It is disgusting where our money is going. Our taxpayer dollars are going. We have no control anymore. Before we would argue over $40 billion, and yet we've given more than that to Ukraine. Ukraine? Seriously? So we're in trouble. And so we do know that you know, this did matter before, so why it doesn't now, I'm not sure, except that they're just going to print more currency. And the more currency they print, the more our inflation goes up to the point where we had 11.3% of real data inflation in this last marker. That's enormous amount on the middle class and the poor. Enormous amount on we the people in small businesses. The cost of goods and services are exploding, not just energy. And it's all caused because of money printing. And then, like I said, if we're printing money, I can get it if it's for something real. We blew trillions of dollars going into this war against terror that was completely manifested and created. We didn't need to do that. Then we spent trillions of dollars through this fake pandemic to bail out all the cronies in the world and bail out all these governments that needed in the, in the cities and they're spending money in weird ways that are not productive. If we took these trillions of dollars and put them into productive programs like infrastructure where you're employing people, you're employing um, uh, manufacturing to produce in order to provide for the service, 
Now you got an economy. As you're spending money, money starts moving around. Yeah, money's moving around all right, but it's in the top tier. Money is in the power elite now. So we got this thing going on in D.C. where they're using the interest rate policy in place of diplomacy for worldwide geopolitics, which is why the Fed is acting in a way that is increasingly at odds with the current state of the economy. That is to say, really, that the Fed has stopped actually responding to the economy, which is a real mandate with interest rate policy, and is instead using it as a geopolitical battering ram. That means by raising rates or at least talking about it, you're increasing the value of the dollar, causing harm to the other currencies. Right now, Europe is collapsing completely. The euro is now below parity equal with the dollar. The euro is collapsing and they're having division now. Even the Italians are are now uh, bucking the system. The euro currency is in deep trouble. That's the reason why the dollar is strengthening. Is Europe's collapsing. They're rationing energy. They're rationing food. The sanctions on Russia is backfiring tremendously and they're doubling down and they're even sanctioning Russian coal. They're going to be in trouble. Russia's aligned with two thirds of the world's population. Europe and America is the other third and maybe South America and and some other little knickknacks like Japan. That's not good. We have empowered the East and power is shifting from West to East. Absolutely no doubt about it. We may have a superior military, but with the way it's going woke, I don't even know if that's going to last. So what's happening is they're using the interest rates now as geopolitic, you could say battering ram. So the rise of the dollar value, the raising of these interest rates. So mind you, every quarter point is 75 billion in interest payments. According to the interest now that they've raised, let alone they're going to raise maybe another full basis point here in a few weeks. We are looking at almost $1 trillion a year in just interest payments on our debt. United States debt. We can't afford that. We're already spending a trillion dollars more a year than we bring in taxes, let alone a trillion in debt. Do you see where that goes? Eventually, there's going to have to be cuts. Eventually, we're going to have a lot of hurt. And that's the problem. There's really no way out. They're using these interest rates to harm these other nations. And that's not good. See, by raising the interest rates, they're, they're, they're targeting these other countries like China. They're targeting China's housing market, which appear to have broken already because the People Bank of China is now easing dramatically. People in China are now walking away from mortgages. The problem with this is it requires the Fed actually raise the rates, which it looks like they're doing. And if they backtrack, it won't work next time the threat of raising rates. The fact they're raising rates causing us to pay extraordinary amount in interest payments. If that's really the tactic that they're doing is if they think they're slowing down the economy, the economy is already slowed down. Layoffs are happening. Our economy is in deep trouble and they're raising rates even more. It's not going to cool off. It's going to collapse it. And if it's for the geopolitic reason, which a lot of people believe it's it's really bad. It's really bad news because it's going to cause global catastrophe and potentially war. 
So now we flip over to that because of these interest rates rising, it is causing economic trouble with currencies all along the world. China, uh, Sri Lanka is collapsing. You're seeing revolutions take place all over the world right now starting. Populist movements are, are taking over. This is a serious, not only spiritual war, but a war of we the people versus the power elite in established socialist government system. The one world order, I guess. But because they're doing that, the, the housing market and the real estate market in China is in deep trouble. I mean, we're talking massive amounts of, of people walking away from mortgages. They're not even completing projects. Banks are collapsing. And here's a piece that came out talking about the banks collapsing in China. And this is where it gets to be a problem and why I warn you don't think it's going to happen in the United States of America. You're going to regret that assumption because it absolutely can. We've already passed it into law that there are bail ins, meaning if the bank goes down, they take your money. You don't believe it can happen. It just did in China. Officers in China. So here's how they handle it when they're full communist. Here's how they handle it when you're full tyrannical, fascist, socialist, Marxist commies, which the left in this country seems to want to be. When they can take your guns, when they can, when they can take your freedom, when they can, like in Canada, they can go into your bank accounts and just take your money because they don't like what you're doing. That is fascism. We got a real problem here when the left is saying the right is fascist when it's really the left being fascist. So what I've learned is everything on the left they say the right is doing is usually stuff that they're doing on the left. It's called projection. And Hillary Clinton was great at it. But in China, they are full communists. So they crack down. They destroy lives. They steal. They rob. They rape. And it doesn't matter because they're authoritarian. They're, they're tyrants. But so these banks are in deep trouble in China. So officers in plain clothes disrupted a peaceful protest. There were were thousands of people protesting outside the bank at the capital of Henan because they want their money. The money was in the bank. Hence why I would go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I would get gold and silver. Don't care about the price. This whole thing is, is rigged right now. But wait until you see what's coming. But if you leave your money in the bank, you are going to regret it. And this is just one small example because this is going to spread like wildfire. I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt it. Depositors were protesting to demand that their savings be returned as thousands have been unable to access their money for over 30 days. Banks in Henan first froze client assets and then the Chinese government changed the victim's COVID QR passcode to red. You see, in China, you can't travel. They're so controlled where they can go and how they go to and fro that they have to have these COVID passports. And that, of course, I would call that mark of the beast. But, you know, we're getting there with these COVID passports. If they flash red, it, it restricts you from traveling to certain areas, certain buildings. They control everything you do in China. That's what they want to do here in America with a digital ID and digital passport or digital currency. So they're doing it already in China. So the government goes, okay, you don't like the fact that we took all your money. We're going to make your COVID QR passcode red. 
and it denies them the freedom of movement. They can no longer move around in China. The most recent protest was among the largest seen in China since the pandemic began, where billions and billions of dollars went missing. A reported 400,000 people have been affected. And imagine going to the bank only to realize that your entire life savings were gone instantly. This is called a bail-in, which we have on the books here in the United States. Here you've worked hard, you saved, and you did everything right for years and decades only to have it all abruptly taken away. That's why I encourage, I'm telling you, if you have your savings in a brokerage firm or a bank, you're making a big mistake. You better have at least a third of your hard-earned savings in precious metal, gold, and silver outside the system in a private depository or buried in your backyard or somewhere safe because that is your truest protection right now because what we're seeing here is extremely real. Instantly, these people lost their life savings. Everything is gone. Even the most, most ruthless government is in trouble when the people have nothing left to lose. That's what's coming. Imagine if the Chinese were permitted to own guns, what would have happened? Do you see? That's why they want your guns. As soon as they get your guns, they're coming after your money. They're coming after your retirement accounts. They're coming after your IRAs. Why I would get it out, pay the taxes and buy precious metal. There would be uncontrolled civil unrest, period. That's why they're trying to develop these pass, uh, QR code pass uh, devices on your phone. So the bottom line the question is, where's the money? Well, chances are that the banks don't have the liquidity to pay all the depositors. You see, when you put a dollar in a bank, they loan out 26. So they're technically almost every bank in this country and the world is insolvent. Instead of cracking down on the banks for being irresponsible, the government is going after innocent people. Officers in plain clothes attack protesters, including the elderly, women, and civilians were left wondering why their own people would attack them when they were clearly the victims. Governments are completely ruthless and do not care about we the people. And if you think you have FDIC insurance, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, number one, it's not federal. It's a private entity. There's only about $25 billion in the FDIC. If you read the bylaws, they have 99 years to pay you back. And if a bank fails, the law has already been established that the pecking order for getting your money back is secured, or um, I'm sorry, not even secured creditors anymore. It is derivative holders. So those who have derivatives get paid back first. And I hate to tell you, but there are absolutely hundreds and hundreds of trillions of dollars in derivatives. So if there's any money to get paid back, derivative holders are getting it, which will be banks. And that's it. Next on the pecking order for FDIC to repay will be secured lenders. That's not you. That's not us. Third are unsecured creditors. That is you. That is me. We are unsecured. When we put money in a bank, when we put money in a brokerage firm, we are giving them a loan. It's not our money. We have given them a loan. That's why they give us a small amount of interest. They have an obligation to pay us back. Done. 
people in America just think that that'll always happen, but that is not true. I bet people in China thought that too. FDIC is not there for you because I guarantee what you can't do many things on derivative holders first, secured creditors second. There is nothing left for the unsecured creditor. And that means you. That's why in China, these people are losing their life savings and they will never get it back. And there's nothing they can do because they don't even have guns. This was all established during the MF Global case about seven years ago with Senator John Corzine running a financial firm. They made a bet in Greek bonds. They lost. They ended up using a lot of client money that was sitting in cash. They went to court because the people were like, hey, that was my money. The court ruled, no, it wasn't. Because if you actually read the fine print, you're actually giving the brokerage firm or the bank a loan and they have an obligation to pay you back. And by the way, that's the same thing for crypto exchanges. So you're not safe anywhere except in physical assets that you hold outside the system. Bail-ins are real. A bail-in, again, you have money in the bank, the bank goes down, they just take your money. It's a way to offset the debt of the bank. You lose. Oh, but I have FDIC. Oh, but that's not what the rules say. You're not a derivative holder. You're not a secured creditor. Folks, this is so important. The Chinese banking system is a canary in the coal mine, and it's something we better take real close attention to because let's just pray to God that it doesn't, it doesn't become a contagion worldwide. But I, I hate to say it, I think it already is. We have printed too much money. I believe this can be transformative. I think this is an opportunity for the world to rise up in populist standards, to throw out these crooks, arrest these crooks and criminals, and revamp our system back to truth and justice in the Republican way. Not Republican. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be a good idea either. The Republic way. We are a Republic, meaning rule of law. And we can't have a two-tier justice system. But our, our government is bought off. They're all for the commies and socialist Marxists. So we have an uphill battle, but one thing they can't stop, and that is you. If we gather by the millions and just say no, they can't stop it. You see? So until next week, stay strong, stay vigilant, get gold and silver if you don't already have it stay informed and be prepared it is going to get ugly before it gets better but i do have a hope that if we prevail if we stay firm we will prevail and have victory and we can turn this around for we the people so until next time god bless you With record money printing wild fluctuations in the stock market and our devalued currency only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. 
Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.